Hi guys, how are we doing? I am not going to lie. I have been dreading doing this podcast today. And I was sitting at my island, sipping on my coffee, talking to Troy this morning. And I was like, and I was going through some of your emails, chatting back and forth. And I was like, I don't feel like anything in my heart that I wanna talk about and I feel bad and I don't wanna waste anyone's time and not add any value. Like I get so insecure about that, that, cause I hate when people talk without adding value, people that just talk to hear themselves talk, to be honest. Um, and anyway, so that's just always like my biggest fear is that I'm gonna waste someone's time. So he said something along the lines of blah, 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 nice shit, nice shit. Like go through your, YGG folder, look at those emails, look at the lives you've changed just by speaking, more nice shit, blah, blah, blah. So I did. And if you don't have a YGG folder in your email or on your phone or anything like that, I highly suggest it. YGG stands for you go girl, duh. And I remember when I first started my career in staffing was right out of college and my CEO and VPs, they would send out emails, right? Like Congrats to this person on this achievement, this promotion, listen to the success story of what this person did, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and, and they would also send out like leaderboards and any of those emails that were about me, that I was at the top of the leaderboard, anything like that, I put them in a YGG folder. And anytime like a client wrote me a nice email that was like, thank you so much for your partnership and your work, blah, 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 I put it in that folder. So when I was cold calling and someone hung up on me or told me to fuck off, I would hang up the phone angrily and say, fuck you too, under my breath. And then I would click my YGG folder and I would read them and I would be like, okay, you're a badass bitch. Get your head in the game. Let's fucking get after it. We have $1,300 rent to pay for. And to be honest, some of those emails were also from myself like they, after a meeting or something, I would email myself and be like, you crushed that meeting today. You're going to make thousands of dollars. You're going to be able to afford the shit that you buy. Um, one day you'll be able to afford a dog. Like you're going to make thousands of dollars off of that deal that you just discussed. Cause you're so fucking smart. Um, like you got it. And it hand on heart got me through rough patches. Like if you're in sales, you know, the roller coaster, the mental, emotional roller coaster of sales is fucking wild. And it's up and down. And sometimes you feel like a badass motherfucker. And then legit the next day, you're like, holy fuck, I suck at everything that I do. And that's honestly, <laughs> that's a mind fuck. And that's like some bipolar shit right there. Like that is not for the faint of heart. That is no wonder everyone's so messed up. Like no wonder I'm messed up, right? Like I would go from highs of the highs to nope, you suck. Highs to the highs, nope, you suck. And that's it, in my opinion, it takes a lot of mental strength, which I didn't used to have any of. And, you know, things would like crumble me. So anyway, start a YGG folder. Put every single good thing that ever happened to you in there. Um, but, and I talk, but, and I talk about this a lot with my team. Um, but it is impossible for someone to be number one every single day, all day long. Like it is impossible to operate at your best capacity every single day, all day long. It's just not possible. And hear me out. This might make sense. This probably won't. Um, in today's world, we're very like small time frame minded, right? Like 
What success have we done in the last week? Um, oh, you bought a house. Okay. When are you buying the next one? Oh, you had a kid. When's the next one? Like, oh, you hit this promotion. Okay. Next day, better start tracking for the next one. And listen, I am like a very goal oriented person. I don't usually stop rest. And I know that's bad, but I'm always like, go, go, go. But I feel like people don't look at their lives from a high level view anymore. It's very, like I said, short time frame. So what if everyone took like a fucking step back, got out a piece of pen and paper and wrote down every single accomplishment they've had in the last 365 days. I'm talking like going to the gym, hitting a huge bonus at work, birthing a child, keeping a child alive, like buying a home, not killing your husband when he chomps on fucking chips at night, like buying yourself a hundred dollar purse, anything like we don't do that enough. And you know, (laughs) I literally just fucking thought of this, but I'm going to start something. Okay. And it's going to be like a success journal, uh, YGG journal. I think it's just going to be a a daily YGG. There we go. Daily YGG. Um, and it's just going to be like, what is today? June fucking something. Okay. For the next 365 days, I can't believe I'm committing to this, but I just decided it before I shut my eyes. I'm going to write down one successful thing that I did that day. Like went to the gym when I didn't want to, hit a promotion, ate less than 6,000 calories in a fucking sitting. I don't give a fuck. Like anything that I did that day. And then I'm going to look back on it when I feel like I'm in a slump or I feel like I did this morning when I don't add any value to anyone's life. Like, Um, and yeah, and I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm a badass bitch who accomplishes shit every single day, nothing and no one can stop me. Okay. Why daily? Why GG? Why GG daily? Saying why GG is really starting to annoy me. Okay. Sorry. I had to pause that. I was annoying myself. Um, okay. I actually did do think that it would be somewhat valuable to talk about a conversation that I had yesterday. Doesn't have to do with what I was just chatting about, but this girl, and I asked her, we had a really long conversation and I asked her if I could talk about it on my podcast, obviously not say her names, um, or anything that would reveal who she is. Not that that really matters, but she said, of course. So anyway, We were talking back and forth and she reached out to me and she was like, hey, Gretch, like, I think, um, what are your thoughts on getting a new job right now? Because she was saying that she's afraid of layoffs. She was talking about the recession coming. What do you think? What do you think? She was telling me the job that she's in right now is a, like a disposable job, she said, aka if a recession hit, her company would probably go under. They would definitely not, they would definitely replace uh, or eliminate her job. Um, so she's thinking about getting a new job, but then she has fears that she's going to be, um, last one in first one out sort of thing. So she's afraid of layoffs. Let me just say that I am not privy, not privy. I'm not savvy when it comes to like recession and the markets and such. A lot of people say that a recession could be coming because of it's the only way to like even out the markets, right? I'm not that smart. I'm not sure. Um, but, and I also am not in uh, corporate America, or do I have fears of being laid off? I have other fears, but anyway, so we were talking back and forth about it and she started to say, well, Hey, can I be transparent with you? I have this much money in my bank. Um, you know, in order to feed my family and do this with my husband's income, I have to make at least X dollars 
a month. And I was like, okay, love that you know that. Um, that's the first step, right? Instead of just like living in a fear of and have no sort of plan whatsoever. So then I started to talk to her and I was like, hey, let's think outside the box for a second. Like, what are you good at? What uh, sort of like skills do you have? What are you think you're better at? And this is not a narcissistic thought, but what do you think like you're the best at? Like if you put yourself up against 10 other people, what do you think that you're really good at? Um, and she was talking about how in the beginning of the pandemic, well, in the beginning of her college career, she had taken like early childhood uh, teaching lessons or teaching classes and she didn't have a she doesn't have a degree in childhood education or anything or anything but in the beginning of the pandemic people in her neighborhood started to ask hey can you help me my kid is in like the second grade can you help me like teach them how to do this uh do you have like because someone I guess sent out a Facebook thing in the neighborhood which is actually so smart and is like yo I'm all of a sudden a stay-at-home fucking teacher like does anyone have any experience with this and she literally would pop around from house to house and help these parents like teach their help them teach their kids you know what I mean so she was like a runaround tutor for a little bit of time in the beginning of the pandemic and I'm like hey I don't know about other people but if uh, in today's world I would I would pay money for a tutor for my kids. I would pay someone to homeschool my kids. And yeah, maybe you would need to go get a certification or you would need to do X, Y, and Z. But if that is a skill of yours, then let's try to look into it a little bit deeper. I'm not saying go quit your job and just like hope for the best and that someone hires you to be a fucking teacher or a tutor or this, you know what I mean? But uh, she lives in... I guess like a Chicago area. And I was like, there's a lot of fucking rich people in Chicago. Go to the rich neighborhoods and like put your, uh, I don't know, like put yourself out there and try to find a, If you found like a family who, you know what I mean? Like there is a lot of, in my opinion, you can make a really good living doing that. And that's not something where, um, I mean, I guess you could be laid off. You know what I mean? But that's like a, instead of living in fear, instead of saving every penny that you have, instead of being in that mindset, hey, okay, let's let's try to add on something that we can control, right? And yes, like if the family doesn't want to use you anymore, it might be hard to get started, yes. But that's you taking into control and thinking like, okay, what is missing? Like we talked about this last episode, what is missing in the market? Um, what do people need? What would people pay for? Like, if you think of dog walking, <laughs> I know people, I've met one in my neighborhood who is, who pays like an obscene amount of money a week for this one person to walk their dog. And I'm like, okay, well, it takes them an hour a day to walk your dog. So then if they walk five other people's dogs and they work six hours a day, they're making way more money than the average human. And I just think that some people overlook that. Like that's dog walking. And not that dogs aren't perfect angel human being, like children, like love them to the ends of the earth. But that's dog walking. You know what I mean? Like this is like teaching and tutoring children. Like I'm sure that people would pay a pretty penny for that. You just got to find the right market and you got to find where the need is. You know what I mean? So anyway, I thought that it was a very interesting thought and interesting, I guess, conversation 
that it's like people are in fear, I guess, of maybe a recession coming. I guess you could be afraid of that happening fucking whenever because God, it's not like, it's not like we have, we're privy to any information. It's not like the fucking anyone tells us what's going on. So, um, we can either live in that fear or we can try to maybe take something into our own hands and maybe something that can't be taken away from us, right? And her and I were talking back and forth. She's an extremely self-motivated, hard worker, um, really like passionate about putting food on the table for her family. Um, her husband is the same. And she was just saying, we just don't make enough money. And, or, or we would be screwed if one of our incomes was lost, God forbid both. So... I just, and I obviously don't say this to fear any or to scare anyone because I don't fucking know what's going on. Um, but it's just so, uh, not smart because what I say isn't smart, but you know what I mean? It's, it would be good maybe to start thinking like that and not because a recession might be coming, but just in general, let's start thinking about things that can't... Oh, there they go. They saw a squirrel. They saw a leaf. They saw fucking anything. They bark at everything. Um, hold on. The fact that I'm saying words like recession and market, uh, like I know what the fuck I'm talking about, is so funny. I remember when I worked for ADP and I like had all those, if you listen to last week's episode, I have, I, or some fucking episode, I have like my series six and series seven and like all these certifications that these motherfuckers with their like MBA in finance or whatever can't even pass the fucking tests. And I'm like, like what's up, motherfucker? Um, and I would like go into these meetings and like drop these big words. And they're like, do you even know what that means? And I was like, no. <laughs> Quick story before I end this pointless podcast um, is I have you guys ever seen the meme and it's like imagine falling in love with someone and then realizing that they fight with strangers on the internet and that's me uh, well I guess it used to be me and I remember I don't know what the it was some leadership account business account that I followed and someone was talking about something about 401ks and all this bullshit, bullshit. And I got in there and I like responded to this fucking ding dong. And he was like, oh, this is and I responded and I was like, actually, that's false. I'm like, spit him out of fact. And he's like, what are you, some fucking white girl, dumb bitch? And I was like, uh, actually, no, I have my series six and seven. And he's like, I don't even know what that is. And I was like, get a fucking Google, dumb fuck. Anyway, uh, there's no point to that story other than I used to love to fight with strangers on the internet, stuff like that, and get into DM arguments and like comments. And if you guys live in Atlanta and you follow at ATL Scoop, it is the, uh, I can't, I still follow it. But I can't engage with it because it is dangerous. You say one thing on there and these motherfuckers attack you. They're like, ding, 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 ding. And then they come into your DMs and then they all start to follow you and then they unfollow you, then they block you. And it's a great time, honestly. And I used to have some fun with it in the pandemic. And then, you know, I just grew up. <laughs> um, Anyway, I know this podcast is so short, my editor's going to kill me because it is uh, 4 p.m. And I'm supposed to send my episodes, you know, before 10 a.m. So 
I'm sorry and uh, well I'm just sorry to everyone that this podcast is like 20 minutes long um, but I don't believe again in speaking without adding value and I feel like there's just like nothing on my heart right now there's nothing on my brain that I'm like yeah I need to talk about this and I'm not going to fake it and I'm not going to like pretend that I'm pulling something out of my ass, which is normally every episode. Going to Kentucky this weekend. It's Troy's niece's second birthday party. I'm hype. The dogs are coming. Going to throw them in the pool. It's going to be a great time. Moose loves to swim. Moose is obsessed with tennis balls. He's obsessed with chasing tennis balls in a swimming pool. He has to have surgery next week on Tuesday. And I said it on my Instagram. People sometimes say to me like, hey, I'm praying for you about X, Y, and Z. Like when I had COVID, people said, I'm praying for you. Please save your prayers for someone who actually needs it. Like I'm good. I've got myself, but Moose is my heart and my soul and every single piece of my heart like breaks when I ever think of him being in pain. He's not in pain. He just has to get a lump on his foot removed. The My vet, he is, you know, my Lord and Savior. I literally text him every day. He's like, Gretch, we have to remove that or else there's a chance we're going to have to amputate some of his toes if it gets bigger. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. Can I be in the room with you? Can I, like, what can I do? Can you, like, put me under anesthesia at the same time? Like, this isn't good. So, anyway, that's on Tuesday. He's going to play in the pool all weekend. Though. Well, you know, maybe. But it's going to be a good time. So, I might be a little MIA this weekend. But what I promise you guys is instead of, I usually record these podcasts on Wednesday. Instead of just waiting till Wednesday, in the next couple weeks, I'll have a double episode week and I will make up for this lack of shit that I'm producing right now because um, I am really bad at like if I have a thought or something I like write it in my notes I'm like oh yeah I need to talk about that on the podcast and I save it for Wednesday mornings because they're usually like my lightest mornings so that's when I fucking record my podcast um but I'm not gonna do that the next time I have a thought I'm just gonna grab my microphone I'm gonna carry it around in my fucking purse and we're gonna get after it so anyway I love you guys I'm so grateful for you I hope everyone has a phenomenal weekend. Don't be a dick. Be extra nice to someone that you see. Compliment a stranger. Put your fucking shopping carts away. Pick up your dog poop. You know, just the easy things. But um, if you have no idea who I am, then it's probably best that you don't. So anyway, love ya. Talk to you next week.